You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases with no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. So on this episode, we're talking to Alex Pescatelli, and she got married in April, and she had a kind of like this music hall, really fun, cool wedding. And the best thing I love about her story is, and what we're going to talk about, is how authentic she stayed to herself. She had a traditional wedding with the ceremony and the yada yada, but it was unique to her. And she had it at a venue that spoke to her and she wore a dress that spoke to her. And it's me trying to continually give you guys the permission to be your best self, be your authentic self. There's no one rating, reviewing or judging your wedding, only you. Um, And if it makes you happy, then you must do it and you must lean into it. And you do not need to seek approval from anyone else. But I will say, think about the logistics because we're going to answer some emails in this one where I'm like... I don't know. And again, love your emails. Continue to send them and cannot wait to jump into this episode. So let's jump right on in. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. And please continue to subscribe. All right. So here is Alex's episode. Hey, Alex, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. You're great. Are you happy because your wedding planning is over? (laughs) That's a great question. I think I'm happy to have the chaos of it done. I'm kind of sad though. I I wish I lived in the moment more when I was wedding planning, Mm. I I have to say. So I get everyone turns into a wedding planner after they've done it. And now you're saying, I kind of want to relive the day and experience it again. Is that what I'm hearing from you? You want to do it again? (laughs) Totally. I would do it all again. I, I, it was so much fun, so much stress, but there's, there's certain stresses that I thrive off of. And I think that was the one that I thrived off of a little bit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's why I do this for a living. I can't get enough. All right. So your pro tip right now is you wish you were present more. What do you think you didn't pay enough attention to on the wedding day? You know, I think on my actual wedding day, I was really present, but I think leading up to Mm. it, I kind of let the different, whether it was just stress or drama or wanting it to come quicker or like, Mm. I almost feel like I oftentimes kind of downplayed like, and didn't tell people, oh my gosh, I'm getting married. You know, like I, I wasn't, as present about that as I wish I was in ways. So you weren't present enough for your engagement. I think so. Your engagement portion. Okay. And it's funny you say that. I was just talking to a a friend of mine who's like approaching that scenario of her life. I told her, I was like, from a planner standpoint, people bypass enjoying their engagement and they jump right into the process of like, planning a wedding. And I was like, someone has just asked you to spend the rest of their life with you. And the first thing you want to do is be like, so what's the budget? When's the date? Let's look for a venue. Let's talk flowers. It's like, (laughs) did you have a similar experience or like, what was your, like, after you got engaged, were you like, eh, we're planning a wedding? Like, (laughs) totally. I think so. Cause when we got engaged, it was like, oh, we want to have this wedding in the spring and we want to do it in six Mm. months. And we want to, so I think it kind of started in that way. And I even Mm. think about like, one of my coworkers would be like, oh, are you excited for the wedding? I'm like, well, I'm stressed and this is what's happening. And da, da, da. Like, I was just not yep. like in the moment. And I'm like, oh, why did I do that? 
Yeah, I feel that all the time. Even planning weddings, sometimes you're like, do you like what you do? And I'm like, mm, I don't know if like is the word. I endure it and I'm good at it. But it's like, and then when you're done with it and you experience the day and you're in it, you're like, wow, this is like, this is such a highlight special moment for a lot of people. So definitely. You don't need to plan another one. As long as you were present on your wedding day, I think you were fine. But pro tip yes. for those that are planning it, don't let the stress be the anchor and the highlight of, the, of your engagement. Be engaged. Be in love. And then, and then go get married. Is that, yes. is that your suggestion? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so where and when was your wedding? When, talk to me about that. Yes. So my wedding, it was a two-day little extravaganza. So on April 20th, we had our city hall ceremony. Was there cannabis involved on this 420 day? (laughs) There was not cannabis involved. Mm. Well, there was for the siblings of... Probably, me and my probably. groom. But. Say, say less. I was like, it's a, it's a good holiday, but keep going. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so on April 20th, we did our like city hall ceremony and got officially married. And that was on my parents' anniversary. So uh, mm. I loved the date and loved it for the sentimental reasons. And then the next day on April 21st, we had our ceremony and reception, a fake ceremony, I should okay. say. And then reception with about 40 people ended up coming. Aw, okay. I did not mean to discredit your parents that way because oh, your parents no, no, no. also. <laughs> like, no, four twenty is a great day. <laughs> it's a great day for a lot of people and for a lot of different reasons. But some of the listeners might not have the background. Your parents, you wanted to honor your parents by having these two wedding days. Let's flesh out that story a little bit for them. Yeah. So I, my parents have both passed away and my dad passed away when I was in high school. Um, and my mom passed away last year, uh, early 2022. And I was so incredibly close with them. And I, my dad passed away at an age where I didn't really envision a wedding yet at that point. I wasn't kind of someone who grew up dreaming about my wedding, so to speak. So I kind of always knew he wouldn't be there, but my mom not being there was really hard. And I think yeah. even in the the planning and kind of leading up to the wedding, like it was really hard being like, they're not here. They're not here. It's mm. it's just sucks. And I think the biggest yeah. thing that I wanted to do to honor them, I always said this, even before my mom passed away, I was like, I want to get married on 420 because I want to do what they Aww. did. And that was their wedding anniversary. Um, so I'm I'm really happy and honored that I was able to do it on that day. Oh, beautiful. Spectacular day. It went well from what I'm hearing. Yes. Any hiccups? Okay, so you're gonna <laughs> you're, you're gonna tell me I am, I I should have known this, and I think you gave me this advice also. <laughs> Safe space. We're we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm will not say I told you so. Safe space. Let's go. Lay it on me. Okay. So the biggest <laughs> regret, and honestly, the only regret I would say is that cleanup at the end of the night was something that mm. I did not have anyone hired to do and that was something that me and people were taking care of we all got very very drunk and (laughs) none of us stayed sober and we did it somehow but it was it was hard oh I can I literally the vision that I have of people like Hank grabbing things like just throwing them in plastic bags like as they have a drink and probably in one hand their tie is off like it's I can see a whole vision absolute mayhem like what so was it at a venue and you guys needed to like break everything down and talk to me about the venue yeah so our venue it's called one Longfellow square in Portland Maine and it's a music venue kind of a smaller one um oh, and okay, so okay yes 
Yeah. So everything was all in this one general area, which is good. So we didn't have to think about, we had the one general area and then the bar area. So we didn't have to think about too much cleanup per se. Um, But I mean, (laughs) the drunkenness of it all, there were, there was enough that it was a lot. Um, And then just all the decorations. Yeah. It was like being drunk just heightens like this is so much, but sober you'd be like, oh, this is great. So (laughs) totally, it was the cleanup of just decor. Did you DIY a lot of stuff? So we ended up having not too, too heavy of decorations. We did a lot of okay. disco balls, which was something that I was really excited about. And yeah, I could not wait. I wanted it to be the dance party of the of the century. Um, so yes. we had a lot of disco balls, a lot of kind of little vases here and there. Um, it, okay. it was kind of more that we had like, drinks left places. We had, it, it was one of those vibes, I would say. Copy. And did you have a day of coordinator by chance? So I ended up getting, my husband and I got really lucky because one of his coworkers used to work in the wedding industry and offered to do that for free for us. Um, So she ended up leaving uh, before the end of the night, but like she was there coordinating everything for us. Yeah. Okay. So basically it was really just the cleanup at the end of the night that was like the, the snafu of the day, which is, was that the only snafu of the day? You know, I, I think that was the only snafu. There were little things here and there, such as I had bought a bunch of different Polaroid cameras or disposable okay. cameras for use, um, for yeah. us to be able to use. Those got lost before they were even used. So it's, yo, th- <laughs> okay. This is so, so weird. I just had a wedding in Vermont and the couple also bought, we bought Polaroid cameras and before the wedding day, uh, not before the wedding day, we were all walking around the venue, me and my team and we're like, where did those cameras go? We couldn't find. So I don't know if there's a there's a burglar person or like a thief that just comes and steals polar camera. But that the same thing happened to me. Totally. And I, I actually haven't told the couple yet. I don't think they really remember. But no. and I hope they're not listening. But I was like, damn it, those pictures would have been so great to have. So I'm sorry that that happened to you, but it also happened to us. So you're not, you're not alone in your, so if you're listening to this and you're getting Polaroid cameras, lock them things up and like put them in a place where the rings go because apparently yes. they get stolen. <laughs> yes. Keep an eye on those. Cause we ended up using them for getting ready photos and for city hall and they are like my favorite, Aww. well, among my favorite photos. So definitely are, keep an eye on those. <laughs> they are really good. I think even though it's like, that's been a trend for so long, I don't think that's a trend that should ever go away. I think it's so great and you're getting really cool candid images. So well done for at least getting some portion. <laughs> Whenever I'm working with a new couple, the first thing I tell them is do not walk, run, make sure that your registry is with Zola, go do it now, period. But little did I know, Zola can help you plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. They're way more than a registry. So they've got free planning tools like a customizable checklist. You can do websites. You can find venues and vendor discovery. Like there's there's so many things that are accessible on Zola. So everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible and with invites that are fun to create. And of course, my favorite, the wedding registry, packed with gifts you actually want. Zola can take you basically from save our date to thank you so much without even breaking a sweat. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go. Game changer. Zola makes wedding planning easy and stress-free. They're the first and only stop you need to make on your wedding planning journey. They've thought of everything you'll need. 
and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Zola will give you expert guidance and unparalleled support. Their wedding pros are on call to walk couples from question to answer anytime. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Generation Tux understands that coordinating suit and tux looks for your wedding party can be overwhelming. That's why they make it easy, convenient, and stress-free with online suit and tux rentals that allow you to do everything online from the comfort of your own home. Generation Tux specializes in high-quality men's formal wear rentals starting at $149 and award-winning five-star customer service. You can choose from 25 styles of suits and tuxedos and thousands of accessory color combinations. Test drive your wedding looks with a free home try-on and swatches for color matching your wedding hues. When you rent with Generation Tux, you'll experience a fully online platform with a guaranteed fit algorithm. They basically make coordinating your wedding party's rentals a breeze with groomsman management tools. Best of all, you and your wedding party will receive round-trip shipping with head-to-toe looks delivered 14 days in advance. And you can try Generation Tux for yourself by visiting generationtux.com. Build your head-to-toe looks, get free swatches, a free home try-on, and manage your entire wedding party online. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X.com. I know you had like a second dress situation. Did you ever end up finding that? So I have the actual funniest story for you and the most chaotic story. I forgot to mention this and what went wrong. I have my tea. Let's go. (laughs) So the dress that I got for my, for the April 21st, the actual wedding dress, like the main event, that dress, um, I had ordered it online. I ordered it, you know, it wasn't too expensive. I tried it on Again, I'm a chaotic bride. I tried it on a week before, the week of the wedding, the Monday, I think, actually. And I was like, you know, this doesn't fit as well as it did before um, because I've been on medication, so I've lost weight. I'm like, this doesn't fit as well as it did before. I don't love this. I'm not happy with this. And the next day, my husband tried on his outfit and I just started crying because I was like, (gasps) I'm not happy with my dress. So we were like, it is now three days before the wedding. What are we going to do? We drive to David's bridal. We're like, hey, we're looking for a dress, hoping it's going to be under a thousand, hoping it's going to be the perfect dress. I tried on a bunch of dresses, found the dress that I would have picked no matter what. Like it was the dress. And I don't think I would have found it had I not done three days before. Agreed. Agree. It was the one. <laughs> Agree. I love this. It's like those birthdays that you spend so much time planning and then you're like, oh, that was okay. It's always those last minute thrown together kind of celebrations where you're like, that literally was the best. So totally. I, I, your experience is like, yes, a hundred percent. I would be on board with that. Like, I'm just gonna, I, I'm not feeling this one. And you felt that one and that was the one and you were gravitating towards it. Congratulations. Thank you. Go David's Bridal. We love you. (laughs) We love you so much. (laughs) So like, did you, you bought it off the rack. You had to, you got a seamstress still to make some tweaks and edits to refine. It fit perfectly. Like it truly, it was, so at first when I tried it on, because I don't know how wedding dresses are supposed to fit. I was like, oh, I can't get it up. Oh, this is the perfect dress, but it won't go up. Finally, one of the David's Bridal's employees was like, let's try that dress on again because you keep comparing every dress to that one. Yeah. Let's zip it up. And then t- 
she it took her and my husband to zip it up and it was on and you were over there like i don't know where this strap is going and she's like ma'am it goes like this and you're like oh great thanks (laughs) so wow well congratulations thank you yeah it worked out so perfectly i don't know how i don't know why but it did (laughs) That was the universe just delivering all the gems to you. Totally. It was your mommy probably who pointed you right in the right direction of the dress that she knew was your dress. Honestly, I I feel like I have (laughs) angels looking out for me, which is very nice. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So sounds like you had a – so I take it you can't return that other dress or did you end up returning it? I can't return it. I'm hoping to sell it soon, but I can't return it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm hopeful that someone listening that needs a dress – Alex Piscatelli has a dress yes. for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> where did you land with your budget? Because now you've bought two dresses. Yes. So we ended up, I didn't do a final count because I've been afraid with the dress, but we ended up <laughs> <laughs> somewhere between a thousand and <laughs> somewhere between a thousand and or not a thousand. Oh my goodness, I wish. Um, somewhere between ten thousand and ten thousand five hundred was our final. Oh, so you so you stayed at your budget. Yeah, the dress ended up being on sale for like 700. So it it wasn't too bad at all. Wow. Okay, cool. So your but did what was your initial was your initial budget 10k? Initially um initially it was lower, but realistically our realistic budget yeah. was 10k. <laughs> you you ca- you came to your senses and you totally. got the disco balls that you wanted. Got the disco balls I wanted and ended up using that as a bit of a party favor too. As people were leaving, oh. we're like, take a ball, take a ball. Literally. <laughs> as drunk as you were, everyone take some disco <laughs> balls, please. Thank you. So what did you end up sacrificing and where did you end up kind of like going more than, I know the dresses is where you spent a little bit more, but where did you, Definitely. do you think you sacrificed a little bit? I would say we didn't have, when it came to flowers, there was barely flowers. We got flowers from Trader Joe's and my mother-in-law put those together for me. Okay. Um, so we didn't have as many flowers. Uh, decorations, I mean, it was pretty bare bones. We really were relying on our venue since it was a music venue and relying on yeah. that lighting and relying on kind of the screen display and everything. Mm. Um, so I would say we really relied on that like during the dancing section and during the reception. Uh, what was really cool about our venue was it was able to project all the music videos. So I, I would say Ooh. we used a lot of these like video elements and a lot of these uh, kind of video elements and um, like lighting elements to really decorate the place. So we didn't have too, too many decorations. I love that. Well, your your vision was like making it like a prom, Definitely. but it still just feels like you lean into that music venue and you made it really fun. And it didn't feel like a, a ballroom aesthetic, which is, I think you took advantage of the space that you had, which was lovely. And if you could do it again, other than hiring someone to come and clean up after you at the end of the night, is there anything you would have done differently during like formalities? Would you have paid more attention to the toast? Like what would you have done differently throughout the day? Do you think if you could? Yeah, I can honestly say I wouldn't have changed anything. I think (gasps) we really like went with what we wanted to do ultimately and kind of went with the flow of how everyone was feeling. And I I think I think it turned out so perfectly. I mean, we ended up because we walked down the aisle. My dad's song for me was Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel. So we walked down that. Me and my husband walked down the aisle together, immediately started dancing. Like that was unplanned. I think we kind of just like did whatever felt right in the moment. And so that's yeah. why I was saying like I was so present on the wedding day. And I I wouldn't change anything. I'm really happy with how the day turned uh, out. 
I love that. That's beautiful. And if you were to give anyone else tips, things to look out, things to consider, and because what I'm hearing from you is just being present is really going to help be the game changer. And yeah, you could have been present more during the planning process, but I think you were really focused. You had a timeline. You were like, we got six months to pull this thing around. You made a crunch and you were like, uh, you might have missed that. But the fact that you were so present on the day, I think made up for it. And it sounded like you really stay true to yourself. So I'm going to, sorry, I, I gave those tips away, but are there <laughs> any other tips or like, what was a value that you want to share with others that are planning? I a thousand percent agree with the tips you said. I think the number one thing I'm so, so, so glad we did was being authentic to ourselves and mm. us as a couple. Um, I was just listening to your episode with the Real Betches Brides who wants to plan kind of the EDM dance party um, wedding. And I thought that sounded amazing, especially I was like, to- I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like, I want an invite too. I mean, especially to who they are as a couple. It, it seems so perfect. And I think for me, when I was- planning my wedding, I would kind of sometimes get hung up in mm. looking what people on Reddit were saying, looking at people what on Pinterest were posting. And I was like, oh no, should I be doing, uh, cause I had a traditional wedding, as you said, traditional wedding has the ceremony and reception. <laughs> I had a traditional <laughs> wedding, but I did it so untraditionally. And I'm so glad I didn't veer from that. Cause I was like exactly. so nervous that <clears throat> I wasn't doing it right. So to say, but I'm so glad that I did my vision and it, it turned yes. out so perfect. And there's such a, a stigma of doing things right, especially for those that are like type A or people please like, I really have to do this so right. And I myself am very much like, I don't want to mess this up, but there's no one there that's judging or disqualifying a wedding because it doesn't have the over the top flowers or it doesn't have a hanging install or it doesn't have a carpeted floor. Like it, there's no one that's saying this ain't no wedding because y'all ain't had it. So when you are having, like you're saying, a traditional wedding that is unique to you, that's the whole point. It should be unique to your love story. It does not have to look like any, and that's what Pinterest is great about. Pinterest shows you how people have done it so you can gather inspiration, but you should be leaning into what you want to say and how you want to showcase it. So Alex, I think you did a great job. Y'all have fun. Your smile is everything for me. That means I know you did it well. You enjoyed it well. And y'all was drunk at the end of the night. I call that a success. Oh, yes, totally. (laughs) Basically, now, do you guys have to close anything out? Are you still, are you good? Or is everything finalized? Talk to me about what happened after the wedding. Yeah, after the wedding, um, we have... (laughs) Ben, so we had those boxes sitting in our living room still for (laughs) the two months after. So those are still in our storage unit to be sorted. Um, We still have to send thank you notes. And I know the rule is three Mm. months. So we have to prioritize that like in the next couple of weeks. Um, That's where we're at right now. But in terms of, I mean, we just got our photos back two weeks ago and we were absolutely obsessed with them. Um, Everything is closed out in terms of kind of our our payments or everything in terms of that. Perfect. the last thing for us is thank you notes and then start planning our honeymoon. <laughs> I love. Where are you guys going to honeymoon? We're hoping Italy. Ooh. Where? I'll help you. Tell me. So I actually, <laughs> yeah, please. I've I'm <laughs> never really been out of the country. So I like have no idea how to go about this or what to do. I'm Italian. My family is from like outside of Naples. I think it would be kind of cool to try to visit where I'm from, but we're hoping to do Rome and then do day trips other places. I dig it. I mean, I'm always like Rome is like New York, but in Italian. So choose oh. your adventure. <laughs> Naples, she's saucy, but from Naples, you can get to like Capri, but also Naples pizza. So 
It's like where pizza originated. I think, I think there's, I watch a lot of Italian cooking shows, so there might be a controversy there, but that's not telling (laughs) Sicilian grandmas, but pizza came from Italy someplace, one of them, but you're going to have a lovely time. When are you guys going to go? We're hoping to go later this year. We have kind of some family emergency stuff going on, but we're really hoping to prioritize it later this year. I want to go for like our like six month anniversary or something. Yes. Prioritize yourself, please. Make sure you get everything that you want out of that honeymoon. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) All right. Anything else you want to share? Any tips, any tricks, anything that fell out of your little pocket that you're like, this would be great to share? I will say, I think, and people do this, I'm sure, in so many different ways, but I think having that like private ceremony. Mm. So I love that we did that city hall ceremony because it was just us and my sister and then his brother and sister. So it was really just the five of us and enjoy and our photographer, but enjoying the day and and really being in the moment and just laughing that we were married. Like we got officially married there and it was just so funny. And I think having that moment so intimate was really cool. I think um I I think taking time with you and your partner and just making sure you mm. have really intimate time and a good amount of time during that wedding weekend, I think is so vital. I 100% agree. And it's funny, we just had another guest on and they had basically two ceremonies or two weddings, essentially, kind of similar to yours. And she talked about also how stress-free it made the second kind of ceremony reception day because it, you kind of got all the, kind of all of the nerves out on the first one. But I, I think that's why I also love about like elopements or micro weddings or smaller weddings or those destination weddings where it is just a handful of people is you really can be intimate with each other a lot more. But I hear you where it's like, if you, if you're not having that experience, really prioritize that intimate ceremony and intimate moment. Even when you're doing your first look, the people who do the intimate vows during that, I'm like, yes, like, cause you're, you're never going to see each other again. Like, ever throughout the night. And it's just so you guys are being pulled in so many different directions, really prioritizing having time for each other is a game changer. So that's a beautiful tip. I agree. And I think that's so funny that the other uh, person said that it made them stress-free kind of in that actual or the ceremony part when they did the separate city hall part. I totally agree. I think that's why we were like in a silly, goofy mood and danced down the aisle because it was like, we got the seriousness out of Mm -hmm. way. Let's party now. Yeah. Yep. The, it's like all of the anxiety that was weighing on your shoulders was lifted up. So you were able to really be yourself, which I think is magical and really phenomenal. So congratulations again. Thank and you. I'm excited to hear more about your honeymoon when the time comes. Yes. Nadri knows it's important to find the perfect finishing touch for your wedding day. Even if you've already spent most of your budget on the dress, the venue, etc., I mean, you deserve a little sparkle. So that's why Nadri creates the most stunning, highest quality fashion jewelry with show-stopping sparkles, often mistaken for real diamonds. Let's get real. You need to accessorize for the engagement party, bridal shower, rehearsal dinner, the wedding, and the honeymoon. Thankfully, Nadri has you covered with the perfect jewels for every occasion. Plus, if you need to find the perfect bridal party or mother of the bride gifts, Nadri's got you covered. Nadri jewelry is meticulously made like fine jewelry using the highest grade materials to ensure durability, shine, and that show-stopping sparkle that the brand is so well known for. When it comes to jewelry for your big day, you were in the best hands with Nadri. And best of all, you get 20% off your first order with code BETCHESBRIDE. Valid now through June 30, 2024. Discount must be entered at checkout and cannot be combined with any other offer, promotion, or discount. Try Nadri for yourself by visiting nadri.com slash discount 
slash Betches Bride. Learn more, find the perfect jewelry, and take the quiz to find out your bridal style on Nadri's wedding shop page. All new customers will get 20% off their first order on Nadri.com slash discount slash Betches Bride. That's N-A-D-R-I dot com slash discount slash Betches Bride. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. We've still got some more things to talk about because you're now my expert for today. And that means I need your help answering some questions from emails. Yay. I would love to. Love. Thank you. We've got two emails up ahead of us. I'm going to read them. Let me know what you think. And we're just going to tag team them together. Sound good? Sound good. All right. Hi, Fallon and company. Also Fallon and Alex. That's us. Okay. I love the BB podcast and have learned so much. We're grateful that you've learned so much, darling. I'm getting married in October and I have a slight conundrum that I thought you might be able to address on the pod. I'm excited. Okay. For years, I felt strongly that I did not want to have a large wedding party. Good for you, girl. Good. Or or whoever this is. (laughs) I've been in a lot of weddings and while it's always an honor, it is so much work. I try to tell y'all. We want our day to be as easygoing and fun as possible for everyone involved. Luckily, My fiance was on board. We each have one sister and we are planning to have them stand or maybe actually sit. As our MOH and best man, our nieces will also serve as flower girls. This this sounds ideal. sounds perfect. In the most recent podcast, you spoke about foregoing wedding parties. I mean, I don't know why y'all really listen to me that much. But anyway, (laughs) so this has been top of mind for me. We feel good about this decision and know it will save us a ton of stress and money, but in a way feel like we're in wedding party limbo. We plan to forego a lot of the traditional elements of having a wedding party, but still want our small party to feel loved and appreciated. I would love to hear your tips on thoughtful ways to work with a small wedding party and how we can still make sure our tiny party feels the love. Thank you in advance. That's sweet. I love that. What do you think? I love that too. I think that sounds beautiful. And I think based on that email, the the thing that was highlighted to me, I think her saying, oh, I feel stress off my back. I feel so relieved with this decision. I think that's a huge sign. And that's a great sign you're doing exactly what's right for you. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I guess my thing is the size of a wedding party 
I don't think impacts how you can make them feel special because you can still make a large party feel special. You can make a small one. I don't think the size really does size matter? So so it's like, (laughs) I think your question is, because I would actually want to ask her another question. What does she think she has to do is Mm -hmm. my question. Like, what do you think it means to honor your wedding party or to give them the best or to make them feel the love that you're, because she says, we want to make sure our tiny party feels the love. They, I think they will because you actually have the intention of them feeling the love. And also, you didn't, you didn't have a wedding party, did you? Mm-mm, no, I did not. How was that for you? It, it honestly was excellent. I, I don't have kind of, this was, I was the first of my friends to get married. So I don't have that mm. fatigue of being a bridesmaid yet. Um, <laughs> Come on, fatigue. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I Hi. just, I really wanted, <laughs> I didn't want kind of, again, with that traditionalness, I, I just didn't want to have to worry about it, to stress about it, have others stress about it in that way. Um, and I think I, so my sister and then my husband's two siblings, his brother and sister came to our city hall wedding. Um, so mm. they were involved there and that was really special for them. And then my sister was there as I, I had a sleepover after the city hall night and before um, the wedding day. And I had my girlfriends over and I think the people that were invited there felt really special and honored to be there mm. kind of spend that night with me. Um, I had a small group of people um, my sister, my sister-in-law and my two best friends got ready with me the wedding day. Um, so I, I think just doing kind of the things that you're already doing for your wedding and that the people that you're closest with, with, which would be your sister and sister-in-law, it sounds like, and your nieces, having them be involved and inviting them along, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, going to get ready in the morning, the night before, um, kind of if it's after the rehearsal dinner, going to get pizza together or whatever it may be, yeah. just invite them along in those moments. And I think that's really special. And I think they'll feel honored with that. I agree. And it's really just spending the time together. Sometimes we feel this focus that we have to give them something and we have to pay for things and we really have to overextend ourselves. But I think that's just adding a level of stress, which is what you're trying to avoid. And I think when you're having a wedding party, sometimes what I find is, or a larger wedding party, you do try to overextend yourself to make them feel, you're so focused on making them feel the love that you deplete yourself to make them happy. So it's really coming from a place of how do I make sure that I get the best of what I feel like of taking care of them, but how do I also feel like my best version of myself? And sometimes that means just having a bottle of champagne. And like you're saying, everyone just come through, bring your best version of yourself and let's just have a night together. And that's all I want to do. We'll put the little eye mask on under our eyes. We'll get cute. We'll do the things, but don't force trying to make other people feel good when this day really is supposed to be focused on you and they want to show up for you. So allow them to do that. And sometimes we don't allow other people to help us and love on us because we think we have to do it all for them. So Alex, I think our suggestions are just do what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, Do what you're doing. Trust your gut. Enjoy the process and let them enjoy the process with you. Exactly. Exactly. Don't overthink it because that's where the stress come at. (laughs) So when you had like the girls over, did you, did they get their hair and makeup done with you or did they do their own? They were just in the room or what was that like? Yeah. So they did their own, um, the day before the wedding day, I ended up getting my makeup done. My friends pitched in money to get my makeup done. I wasn't originally going to do that, which was really sweet. Um, so my two best friends took me your hair and makeup done professionally? That was going to be a budget cut. (laughs) And I'm really glad people came together. (laughs) 
Well, amen there. I'm sure. I, did you say that on the last episode? Because I think I would have sent you some money to get it done, too. My <laughs> I word. I did. <laughs> you should have led without. I would have been like, well, we would have named the episode a whole other thing. That would have been a whole other name. I, know, I think I, had, I omitted that because I was scared of what you would say. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I liked you when you said you were not having a wedding party. And now you said you were going to DIY your makeup. My word. All right. So you got someone to pay for it. Amen. <laughs> yes, definitely. And so my two best friends were there with that, which was so fun. And then uh, they all kind of got ready themselves at my apartment while I was, they were helping me with my hair. So they did my hair for me Aww. and then got me dressed and then took me to my location to take my first look and they all continued getting yeah. ready. So I, I think it was just nice to have that bonding time with them. I agree. And also it's like, I don't, I'm not a, and everyone's like, Fallon, I know you hate wedding parties. I don't dislike wedding parties. Totally. But (laughs) (laughs) my feelings are during the planning process leading up to and even on the day, they're not focused on you. They're focused on themselves. So when you have people that are there to support you, sometimes it's better not to even give them the role of a wedding party member because they have to feel like they have to perform and look their best. And there's so much anxiety there and the dress and the cost of the shoes and the hair and the makeup. So it's like, it's better to just not give them any title and just have them come in and fellowship with you. Like you're saying that intimate moment between you and your partner, it's the same way with your girlfriends or your guy friends or anyone that's getting ready with you. You really just want to exchange in the love in that moment and not feel forced to have to rush to get ready. I don't want none of y'all rushing to get ready. I will rush to get ready because it's my day. Y'all can get ready and I'll see y'all at the ceremony. That's all I'm saying. You can still have people over, have people in your space. But when you're adding that level of title and giving them a job, they take it so seriously that it just really, it becomes expensive and anxiety driven. And it's like, I ain't giving y'all nobody's title. Just, just come and drink and make me feel good. Love you. Bye. totally I agree and I think I think there's a lot of like expectations that come with it and it puts stress on yourself too like I Mm. I had a bachelorette party but it was pretty low-key it was in my hometown of San Diego and invited people to come and kind of did like an open invite almost sort of way and one of my best friends of the two wasn't able to come and I think if she was kind of that official like maid of honor or bridesmaid title I think that would have been a lot more upsetting for the both of us and I think I think I think having the low pressure just makes it so the expectations aren't there so then things Mm. happen as they should (laughs) yep it lets people really be themselves and not have to feel like they have to perform at anything and when they show up they usually show up a lot better than a wedding party would just saying like they helped you clean up at the end of the night just saying (laughs) exactly All right, this next email, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. Hi, Fallon. First off, I love everything you bring to the Betches Brides podcast. Hi, I love you too. And thank you for listening. It's truly guiding me through this crazy wedding planning process. I that that's what it should be called. My question is related to reception activities. My fiance and I are considering doing a storytelling open mic during dinner service. Ooh. We'd have a I'm I'm down. So, n- next. Okay. So we have a mic on a stand and invite any anybody. Oh, maybe not anybody. Okay. To invite anybody to share stories about my oh about my fiance, myself, us as a couple, or advice about marriage. Okay. We were joking that we could even get a cane and pretend to pull people off stage at oh, like um the Apollo if they were taking too long, etc. Risk our people 
Risk are people oversharing or upstaging people who give speeches. But what draws us into it is how fun and spontaneous it could be. And it's a great way to connect with our guests. What do you think? (sighs) (laughs) Alex, what do you think? (laughs) That's a great question. I am thinking a few different things right now. I think the biggest thing is know your audience. I think if you are friends with a lot of people who you know will say beautiful things and keep it not too long and et cetera, et cetera. I think it sounds, in theory, I think it sounds excellent. I think it sounds fun. I think it sounds exciting. I think it sounds like you could have really fun, spontaneous moments that you wouldn't otherwise have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In practicality, I think you have to worry about who's going to go up there, what they're going to say, how long people will take. Will people Mm. be okay with (laughs) only having a short period of time? Mm. It could go on and on. Um, I'm really curious what you think. (laughs) I think the same thing. I was like, yes, know your audience. Like this could either go really well if like you're in a theater environment where everyone's kind of a performer. They're great at, or like all of your friends give TED Talks. Maybe they're good at stories, but maybe you don't have that friend group and everyone would get up and be, and and do the um. And I mean, I really love them. I know them from like, oh, baby, sit down. So it has, there's a world in which this could go really well, but it's equally could go extremely terribly wrong in the same, in the same. And also as someone who does not like to sit still and when I go to a wedding, cause I've only been to like, not a lot cause I don't sit still. Um, and I'm like, I'm, I want to get up and dance. Like I don't want to, I'm tired of hearing y'all talk. So I, it's, know your audience. Are your people dancers? Are they into being story told to? Um, this is giving Bridgerton vibes. Like, is there nothing, is there nothing else that we can be doing? But I think this is something that would be lovely for a rehearsal dinner, a wedding, unless you do not prioritize, because you can format the event also where you really are prioritizing a extremely long multi-course dinner it's super elevated, super high end. And the focus of this is the storytelling of the night. Like that's all it is. And every, but I would say if you were going to do that, you need to know exactly who was speaking. You need to know exactly what they are talking about in some, in some general things, but it's giving conference. It's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's giving, it's giving, that's going to add some stress. So if you, I want to say yes, but I'm also like, Run, girl, don't do it. Like <laughs> so uh, uh it's giving it's giving no for Fallon. I love you, but <laughs> I don't know your people. I see I see red flags. I think like if you're gonna do it too, I think open-endedness a lot of people are not able to. I don't think I could do an open end. I need a prompt. If you had prompts, maybe that Ooh, could be helpful that's too. That's a great idea. I think the prompts would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. That's a good like, call. Almost like you could either do prompts where kind of it, it's at the tables or something, or you could do like a fishbowl type thing where someone picks mm. out like, how did you meet? The, or how did you first meet whoever or whatever it is? Like something that is about yes. the couple. That's not a great question, but. But you can't do it for everybody. I don't want this to be a anybody in this audience can get up and speak because drunk Uncle Jerry over there that's been sipping from his flask since before the ceremony, he he's gonna he's gonna see everyone get up like I want to do that. No 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 you don't. No 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 you don't. You don't want to do that. Look over there. 
there's kittens. I don't know. Like you do not want to do that. Get sit down. <laughs> so it has to be so there has to be some like and maybe there's like um and and then this sounds really putting people on the spot, but if um you could code their place card or something and if they have mm. a a dot on it, it's like anyone that's received a dot, you, we would love for you to express any words if you have any, but give people the heads up. I agree with you. Totally. I think give people the heads up and and kind of going back to know your audience. I also think this wouldn't work the bigger the wedding is. I think Same. I think I was imagining with like the 40 people that came to our wedding, if that happened, maybe because then people could interact mm-hmm. with the speaker a little more too. It could be a little more like a, I don't know, like a comedy show. Although I don't know if that's the vibes you're going for, but a big wedding, I think people are going to be not I'd be over it. that. Mm-hmm. I'd hate it. I, I agree with you. I think 40 or less. And it also could be really cool if people had never met before. Mm. So if it if it was like one of those weddings where it's like the couple were expats in the Philippines and their family was from like Texas and the Philippines and they all mm. had to bring them together, maybe a cute little story time could be cute to unite people to let them know how each how they had met and how the you know they knew the couple. I think that would be cool. But I I agree with you. Smaller the better, and prompts. <laughs> This is good. That was that was really good. I like I like oh. your tips. I'm really curious what they end up doing. So keep us updated, please. You and me both. Whoever this is, we love you and we wish you the best. And please let us know what you do. <laughs> Cause this will be really saucy. Actually, send yes. me video. Yes, video. I also would love that, please, <laughs> as well. <laughs> I, we want video of this whole thing going down because we want to know if anyone messes up your life. Okay. So <laughs> Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Now we're going to play a game called Save or Splurge. And I'm going to list out some wedding items and some scenarios. And you let me know if you would save like Nabra or Splurge. I guess awesome. I am. All right. Late night food or drinks after the reception? Hmm. Hmm. I think I, I, I feel like this is, again, a know your audience thing. If your people mm. like to party late night, I, I would say splurge. I think that's huge. I think in my wedding, we ended up doing karaoke after the dancing, um, which was a huge hit. Again, this is why it was so hard for us to clean up at the end of the night. Yep. Um, but we knew our audience. It was 40 people total, and most of them were our friends and around our age. So okay. I think I think if that's important to you and important to your your crowd, I would say splurge. I don't have an answer because I would have to know all the other things to know if this would be my save or splurge. It would probably be my save in all honesty. Mm -hmm. I don't, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I think there's so many other important things in my life that I'm like, I could let this one ride because I think it's going to naturally happen and someone else can pay for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not paying for that. (laughs) Okay. First class ticket for your honeymoon. Okay. See, this is a no brainer for me, actually. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We're going to be zero for two right now because I have not traveled. So I would be like, oh, save. (laughs) 
and you're going to Italy. Nah, no, ma'am. Like, what? Once you fly first class and once you fly in the back of the plane, you realize they treat you like a peasant in the back. And it's like, like, girl, for your honeymoon, you need to, woo. This is, this is about to be a hair and makeup conversation that I'm having with you right now. (laughs) I I need a reality check, please. (laughs) The way it's like an, it's like overnight flight. You want to rest. They have house slippers. They have food, unlimited champagne. Like I don't like it. It's worth every single cent. You can lay down. Like when you feel, Oh, when you're in first class, you feel like I have all the money in the world. Everything's amazing. Life is great. And when you arrive, you expect better. When you, when you take a, an, a, Girl, you are not doing economy for your honeymoon. You can do economy for any other trip you take. But if this is your first time out of the country, I insist. First class. I Sorry. love that. Okay. I, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling my husband this. I'm like, Fallon said so. We got to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. try, try any airline. Just make sure it's a first class on any airline. I don't even care. You can fly Spirit first class. I don't <laughs> care. Just make sure you use first class on any airline. And then I would say focus on getting that dress sold so you can put that money towards your first class ticket. Yes, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what you're going to save on that, but we're going to see if you can splurge on that. Mm-hmm. Multiple checked bags for your destination wedding. Oh. Oh, I would say save. Um, oh, wait, for your destination wedding. Sorry, I thought that was honeymoon. Mm. Wait, I don't know. What would the alternative be there? Not taking all the things? Or- that's what I'm saying. I was like, you don't have a choice. You got to splurge. Yeah. That's what- <laughs> Well, you don't have to splurge. You could, and this is what I've told some other couples, work with your family to organize the luggage based on what you need and what bag. Mm. So sometimes we're taking elements down for welcome bags. I know I'm taking down linens. Maybe you're taking down the stationery, that kind of thing. It's really understanding what do you need and having other family check it when they're coming. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think save and have other people help out. I feel like I would say. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Only splurge if it's an absolute necessity, but save in the way of, I mean, what is also multiple? Like I've taken eight bags at one time or like 12 bags, but I divided it between me and my team. Wow. 12 bags. (laughs) I feel like just one stresses me out. So I admire this. (laughs) I travel with three. I check two bags all the time just going to New York from L.A. Because one bag is for my food because, you know, I have eating restrictions. So I put my juicer and my um, my blender. So I carry my I carry everything. I carry celery. I carry all my food and beverage in one bag that I check. And then the other bag is like my clothes. So I'm always checking multiple bags. For me, I'm like, I'm splurging on anything travel related, but I was like late night food. Nah, I'm okay. (laughs) I love this. I feel like you're inspiring me to step up my travel game because I'm out here like with JetBlue paying for my extra just to have it in the plane with me. I need to step it up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to walk on a plane with all this stuff. And it's like, and a lot of people I know they're like they're anti-checked bag they're like I'm carrying it on I want to get off the plane and I'm like I can't even get my thoughts in a carry-on bag like let alone (laughs) clothes I was like what do you what do you mean how sway how so all right we're gonna get you there check your bags when you go for your honeymoon and then get you a first class ticket and I love (laughs) (laughs) okay last one is a champagne toast save or splurge 
Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would ultimately say for me, because this was a question, we were mm. thinking of doing this and we ended up saving on this because we figured not many people love champagne. I'm not a champagne person. Yeah. Um, I personally would say save on this. I agree with you. I say save. I say, because a lot of our couples, one, it's it's formality to have everyone to raise a glass, right? And that's what your champagne toast is for. You want everyone to raise a glass when someone's giving the welcome. But by the time people are kind of going from cocktail hour and getting into that zone, if they're drinkers, they generally have a drink already in their hand Mm -hmm. and they're raising that as their toast. So sometimes we just notice that champagne toasts always go to waste, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. And also, some people don't want to... they don't want to splurge on the timing it takes to actually pour the champagne while the guest is in their seat. Sometimes when we do a champagne toast, we have to do the champagne pouring prior to the guest walking to their seat. And I'm one of those champagne persons where it's like, it has to be chilled, cold, fresh bottle. I want you to pour it right where I'm at so I can see all the bubbles and the fizz. And the, it's like, <laughs> and also it's like, is it champagne or is it Prosecco or is it Cava? Mm. It's like, there's, there's, there's some nuances. So what am I drinking? Who is she? What is her? And is it Dom P? Is it Vov Clicquot? Like what, what, what is it? So <laughs> I say let her ride, but a great place where I love to see champagne. And some people are like, this tr- trend is so over. I still love a champagne tower and I'm always down for Ooh. one. I agree with that. I, I would not do it, but I love when people want to do it because it feels very great Gatsby to me. I feel like it's very fun. <laughs> it's so good. I've had couples spray each other. Uh-huh. It's like, it's such a fun time to kind of let loose and really open your dance floor. So I love it, especially if couples get, and you don't have to do one for everybody. It's the same as a cake, but I would say have like, 20 anywhere between like 10 to 20 glasses stacked up and get a great bottle so maybe it is a dom or maybe it is like a really expensive couple bottles that you're like this is where we're going to splurge but we're not going to do a champagne toast for all 150 of our guests you know totally i love that love we alex we did a great job you did a great job thank you I appreciate your service today. No, thank you for all your travel (laughs) tips. All of them. This was incredible. (laughs) I love you. I can't wait to see. So that's it for this week's episode of Betch's Brides. Alex, where can we follow and see your upcoming honeymoon and maybe have someone buy your dress for you so you can fly this first class. Keep going. Yes. I am on Instagram (laughs) at Alex Piscatelli. It's just my name, Alex Piscatelli. Um, And I also want to shout out, I just got my wedding photos back. Uh, Simply Ah! Best Photography. She is incredible. I would love for y'all to look at those because I am obsessed with them. I cannot wait to see. I'll double tap and I'll like and I'll heart. <laughs> you guys can follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram and you can follow me at Fallon Carter Events. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until death, do us part. Betches.